welcome to the Cosmic Creatrix podcast. Robin Rivera, your host here, and this is a space for the magical woman to give herself permission to be all that she can be and to walk away with tools for self-healing and right livelihood. You are worthy of abundance. I see you. I know you. I am you, a feminine being who has the ability to create with cosmic potential. So open your heart, open your mind, and join me on this adventure we call life. Welcome back to the Cosmic Creatrix Show. I'm Robin Rivera, your in-house curandera. (laughs) So today's topic is going to be super duper edgy. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. I didn't have time to gather my thoughts because I just jumped straight from doing a coaching call with some of my clients, working on their their soul strategy calls, how they're going to enroll into their programs. So I'm switching gears right now, and I'm just going to open with a prayer. Wherever you're at, just close your eyes and be in this place of the heart with me. Holy creator of all that is, it's your daughter, Robin. Thank you for the opportunity to speak about these things on my heart, and I pray that all who hear this will hear this with an open heart and an open mind. I ask that you rid me of too much judgment, righteousness, impure ideas. I ask that you use me as a hollow bone to transmit this message in a clear and fluid way that is of the highest service possible that I can muster. Creator, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity to serve. Please help me gather my thoughts. Please help me with my brain so that I can serve these people in this moment. So challenging for me lately. Thank you. Thank you so much. Help me do a good job. Plastic shamanism versus the real deal medicine person. I want you to tell me for a minute, what do you think is the difference? What is a plastic shaman? Tell me. So in my opinion, which is just my opinion, I'm just a human. I'm not the ruler of this. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I mean, sometimes I do because I'm human, but I try to divorce myself of that. But I'm not claiming that I'm better than anybody. What I think that a plastic shaman is, is somebody who is really going pretty deep in the identity of what a shaman is, going pretty deep in their role in the craft, their role in the art, really kind of victim, not even sometimes knowing it, victim to their own delusions about their giftedness and their powers, and then using them publicly for attention you know, not necessarily devoted to the healing and the betterment of the world. The word plastic refers to fake, right? Or artificial. So what people are referring to as a plastic shaman is somebody who's essentially faking it, okay? They don't really believe it. They're not really trying to cultivate authentically their gifts from a place of curiosity and devotion and humility, In my opinion, they have not yet had that clear spiritual awakening with creator and the spirits of what they're working with that has humbled them to their face. I am not better than them. However, I do 
believe that the initiations that I've been through gave me a piece of this puzzle that has been very helpful, which is scaring me straight, (laughs) kicking my ass. The teachers and the spirits and the energies that I have trained to work with have kicked my freaking ass to a pulp. And my consciousness was at a stage of development through just life and trials and tribulations that I was able to see the message. I was able to understand what I was being taught and receive it with humility and deep knowing, just deep knowing of what was being shown to me through the ass kicking and fear, you know, straight up fear. I am afraid to disrespect the medicines. I am afraid to disrespect this work and the creator and my teachers and my community. I am afraid to do harm. Healthy fear. Some level of fear is very, very healthy in this work. doesn't mean we let that fear run us and we have to continuously work with it and massage it, but it does guide us on how we want to be in a good way with it all. Now, there is a lot of controversy around who can take the role of medicine man or woman. This is a very heated topic because there are atrocities that have happened to indigenous peoples. Okay, we all know that. Murdered, raped, lit on fire, like you name it. Okay, you don't have to name it all. We know there is a lot of healing that has not taken place yet. And so you may come across these communities and they won't like you stepping forward as somebody who carries medicine in any way, shape, or form. And this is because of a culture that doesn't allow for proper grieving, that hasn't allowed space and acknowledgement for these peoples to really grieve. So it's stuck, it's trapped. That is not the end all say all. There are many elders of indigenous people who are integrated, who have elevated through the healing process. You know, it's not like they forget. They include it and transcend it into the future. And they have been given the green light to share sacred ways with modern day people, particularly the Western people. People who practice Peruvian cosmology, Peruvian curanderismo, my teachers have told us that they said they were told that they are to share their wisdoms and their teachings with the gringos and that it's prophesied the gringos are going to learn it and do it so well that it's going to come back and wake up their own people back to ancient ways. That's real shit. So it's not that we're not allowed to practice in modern day times, but it's that we want to practice in a way that is congruent with harmony. We want to practice in a way that is not from too much ego. The ego is going to be there, okay? It's part of it. I train on this. It's part of it. The shadow is part of it. But being aware, being aware of the ego at play here, being aware of the part that likes the power and likes the attention and likes the identity. We all got it, okay? It's there. But we have enough awareness that we know it's there and we can work with it. We can work in service to it. Yeah, we can work in service to it. So in my opinion, the difference between a plastic shaman and a real medicine man or woman is about humility. 
is about their practice. It's about the results that they get. It's ultimately, hear me on this, it is about the quality of their relationship with spirit. And ain't nobody can take that away from anybody. And ain't nobody can know that for sure except the person themselves. So if you catch yourself judging someone else as a fake shaman, as a charlatan, or as like, oh, look at her go, which I have done it. I'm guilty of judging it. I'm guilty of being it at times in the past. You know, young, naive, stupid. It's part of the maturation process. If you catch yourself in judgment, you are just as guilty as the doer. A thousand percent. It may be even worse because you think you're better than them and you're judging their relationship with spirit. Who the fuck are we to judge someone's relationship with spirit? To judge someone else's integrity or morality? Now, we have discernment. If it don't feel right, don't go to that person. But it ain't none of your business what they're doing unless they're legit causing harm or exploiting medicines in a way that causes harm to humanity. Then you maybe want to take a stand in a good way and be in a prayer. What is the good way for that? Because really, I think there's an epidemic of people thinking that they're, they're in everybody else's business. If you don't like what someone's doing, don't participate. You don't need to badmouth them. You don't need to spend any amount of time thinking about their business. Mind your business and be on top of your business. So if I feel called to the medicine path, but I don't want to be seen as a charlatan and I don't want to be out of integrity, what should I do? Get your ass some training. Make a prayer to be a woman, a respected medicine woman, to be a woman of her word, to be a woman of integrity. But be careful with that prayer because that might look like getting your ass kicked. In fact, it probably will. It's actually probably a requirement. That's how you be in integrity with the work. You get your ass some training. You get your ass in the arena. You shut up about it unless it's from your heart and sincerity to share. And you need to understand that being a medicine man or woman doesn't make you special. All of us have giftedness. All of us have spiritual giftedness laying dormant within our energetic bodies. Proven fact, okay? Let's look at science. All of us. All of us also have aptitude to play the guitar. All of us have aptitude to be a really great surgeon. But to be a really great surgeon, what does that require? Hours. Guidance tools, experience with the tool, money to buy the tool, resources, intelligence. Are some of us born gifted in these areas or have more aptitude in one talent of humanity? Yeah. My son is super kinesthetically genius. He can do so many cool things with his body without being taught. So when he is taught, he's like, really, really quick to pick up on it. I'm like that with intuitive giftedness. I had aptitude for it. So as soon as I was taught, I was a natural. I've had so many facilitators. I can't say so many. I've had a couple of facilitators tell me when they let me assist them, 
that I had natural talent. They're like, wow, you have natural talent and even pay me to be there. Even though I was just volunteering, they paid me a thousand dollars to help support ceremony. And it was so unexpected. And it was such a gift to, you know, who I would become and the confidence I would build and the self-trust. And I was honored. Yeah. I had aptitude for it. Some of you have aptitude for this, but you need training. So to be a real medicine woman means that you understand that. You understand that you're not special. You don't get to use this as a get out of jail free ticket. You don't get to use this to puff yourself up. I mean, you can if you want, but it's not going to be pretty and it's not going to, it's not going to be effective and understand that you are not a, not just a holy person. Martin Prechtel, Mayan shaman. I love this saying that he said, he said, a shaman ain't nothing but a rascal who is in love with the sacred. That's all. They can be alcoholic. They can cheat on their wives. They can steal, you know, food from the marketplace, but they're good at what they do. They're good at the healing. (laughs) So just because someone is in a healer or teacher position doesn't mean they're a holy person. However, I do find that the path of least resistance, the strength of your intuitive gifts is directly correlated with you being truthful to yourself. Yeah. Even white lies damage the intuitive channel. The more congruent you are in alignment with your truth, the more powerful your gifts will unfold, the more effective you will be with human beings. So in this modern day and age, I'll tell you straight up, I don't want to be seen as a neo-shaman. I don't want to be seen as a charlatan. I don't want to be seen as somebody delusional. But at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. Because I know, my creator knows, and the people I serve know. There ain't nobody that goes in my ceremonies that leaves thinking, oh, I don't want to know that chick. That chick sucks. You know, they know my heart. They see my heart. They see my soul. They see my connect. They feel They have a direct experience of my connection with spirit that I have tended to my entire life. I put the hours in, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. And so if this is a journey for you, you want to start putting those hours in. You want to start getting some training. In fact, I am going to be busting out a training next week for you. A free training. I've been sitting on this. It's going to be called, are you ready? Do you want to know what it's going to be called or should I save it and make it a mystery for next week? It's going to be called the Cosmic Curandera Toolkit. So I'm going to be teaching a different style of webinar than I usually teach. I'm going to just take you through it. I'm going to take you through it. It's a community class. I'm going to take you through what I believe are the important components, tools, and assets to be gathering as part of your toolkit as a healer. I made really cute graphics for it too. I had to make them myself this time because it was kind of had to get done. And so I'm going to be sharing that with you. And I have completely revamped my signature first program, which was Mastery of Ceremonial Facilitation. The reason why I created that program was because I saw the dirty dish in the community. I saw there was people stepping forward to holding sacred space that were not in a good way, that were exploitive, that were not aware of themselves, that were grandiose, that were trying to make a good buck off of people's soul work, soul journey, and not understanding how much power they had to imprint on these human beings. And so I was shown by spirit that these people were, these rascals were my children. And I was to show them through example, what I believed good way was. 
what spirit had showed me and what getting my ass kicked has shown me. Now that program was from the frame of mind and experience that I was at two and a half years ago. I know a lot more now. I have a lot more experience. I've served, I've taught and initiated hundreds of clients, hundreds of students. Spirit hit me like a ton of bricks while sitting on my meditation pillow one day, literally forced me out of the meditation, put me in front of the computer and started Googling lawyers on this topic so that I could teach freely and liberally what I really know, what I really want to share. And I was shown that I am to initiate the next wave of ancestral medicine healers and to reconnect you with your ancestry and the lineages that are trying to flow through you in modern day times. There is a new medicine that is flowing through us and we need people to honor that, show us how to honor that, show us how to be in a good way with that, how to be fucking effective with that and how to receive the guidance from the unseen worlds on where to go and how to serve. I love you very much. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Cosmic Creatrix podcast. I hope that this episode has touched you in some kind of way. You can definitely support us by going ahead and subscribing and leaving a bomb review. This will help us reach more women and impact worldwide. And I'd love to connect with you more on Instagram around topics of healing and conscious entrepreneurship. So follow me on Instagram at Robin Rivera Ignites. And if you like to see how I work with people, go ahead and check out my website, RobinRiveraIgnites.com. Join us next week for more feminine wisdom, inspiration, and practical tools for the modern day magical woman. See you next time.